This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. In this special episode, we're remembering David Johnson, who played for Ipswich Town between 1972 and 1976, who sadly passed away on Wednesday. Joining me is David Diamond, who I believe was fortunate enough to see Johnson play for town and is going to tell us all about him. Dave, how are you doing? And um, sad news. Uh, it's always sad news. Yeah, I think it, the news broke fairly early this morning. I think it could have been a tweet from John Aldridge or even something like that. Was, One yeah, of his, yeah, yeah, that it broke. And um yeah, no, it's all it's all very sad. I knew. I think I did read somewhere that he'd been ill for some time for the last um, last couple of years. I believe he was um, battling throat cancer I think and um, yeah very very sad and look one of my along with oh, the well documented Kevin Beatty my favourite player at that time yeah up there with my favourite with, with Kevin Beatty is my favourite player wow. when he um, yeah when honestly when he joined Ipswich absolutely fantastic um, and as usual you know a story a story really there so he um so just to set the scene, um, he was really Sir Bobby, Sir Bobby Robson's first real marquee major signing. Oh, for no town. pressure uh, there then, right? No, it, it really <laughs> was. So, you know, the first the first sort of two or three years of Bobby Robson's reign with um, certainly the, um, the the year 68, 69 apart. So 1970, 71, 71, 72. Um, yeah, 70, 71 and to a degree, 69, 70, 70, 71. Yeah, really fighting against relegation, really fighting against relegation. Some signs in 71, 72 that a young side was starting to come together. McMills was establishing himself. You know, as was a very young captain. Trevor Wymark towards the end of the season started scoring goals. So you could see the signs. And then, of course, the next season, 72, 73, you had the debut. First game of the season, Man United away. We win 2-1, the Kevin Beatty's debut. And at the time, we had a striker called Rod Belfit. Um, mm. Who had start who'd start the season on by by our standards at the time on fire, so by the time October came around, he'd scored like six league goals and three also in the um, in the Texaco Cup, which ultimately, spoiler alert, later that season we went on to win a fairly a fairly minor trophy, but a trophy nonetheless, and we beat Norwich in the final over two legs. So yeah, we shouldn't shouldn't Don't knock complain. it, shouldn't knock it. Um, and like I said, at that time, so Belfit was our leading goal scorer. And um, you read in Sir Bobby's book, his first book, Time on the Grass, that um, we'd, played at, we'd actually played at Everton on the Saturday. Drawn 2-2, Belfort had scored. After the game, Harry Catrick, the Everton manager at the time, had cornered uh, Sir Bobby and said, um, 
um, really interested, you know, would you let us have the big man? And Bobby Robson almost thought, a big man, well, we can't, sorry, we can't let you have Alan Hunter. You know, <laughs> our defence would be, you know, be nothing, nothing left. You know, we can't let you have him. And um, who was just, you know, starting to forge that central defence defensive partnership with Kevin Beatty. And um, he said, no, I mean, I, I, no, he said, no, the, the guy up front, Rod Belfort. And he said, I remember I'm reading the book, Robson said, my heart leapt. <laughs> he said, wow, here's a deal. He said, okay, you can have Belfort. And he just threw it in there. He said, if I can have Johnson. And he, in, instead of dismissing it straight away, he said, yeah, that might be on. I'll get back to you. And sure enough, literally days later, he joined in a, um, a swap deal with Rod Belfort going the other way. Plus, I think, £40,000 uh, going Everton's way. So it's a big, big quite a big business for us at the time and I know um, again so Bobby said it took he was 21 years old David Johnson Scouser albeit an out and out as it transpires Liverpool fan obviously playing for Everton and he said it was a hell of a, a hell of a job to get him to, to leave the what was yeah big city you know Merseyside boy Scouser to come to sort of sleepy Suffolk and sign for Ipswich but he did really Rich and the rest is the rest is history um, history really he, he that season he hit the ground running formed a brilliant partnership with with Trevor Weimark up front um, so much so that pretty much either later that season or certainly early the next they both were picked to play as a pair for England under 23s um, and yeah he he was uh, just just hit the ground running um, pacey aggressive not not a well, we'll get on to Paul Mariner who effectively replaced him but not not a sort of Mariner type particularly strong in the air but very quick very 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 pacey quite aggressive as well and um, just an absolute sign in that that you know brought that you know uh, of that first Robson great side which I suppose you'd say was the UEFA Cup you know the the initial forays into the UEFA Cup the next season was a key part of that side I was going to say he's part of essentially he's part of this formative Robson team that is starting to establish with you know we always have these kind of Harry from Bath covalent bonds in our minds but this partnership you mentioned with Weimark seems to be really pivotal for a team that that essentially goes from fighting relegation to FA Cup semi-finals against West Ham starts to get into Europe as well is knocked out by the eventual winners I think 74 75 I might be wrong 75 yeah I think so and it kind of it sets the pathway for this team that we know and love from 78 through to 81 and obviously, he's he's not part of that, but it's a it's a real vital building no, to get there, isn't it? And 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 so Bobby would say, you know, to, uh, Bobby Robson would say he 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 had three great teams at Ipswich, and and David Johnson was part of the first. The second one you would say would be the team that then you know with with Paul Mara, Johnny Walk, that you know that um, that won the FA Cup, and then obviously the third team is the UEFA is the UEFA Cup side. But what a player! You you got to think of the young players. So he you know he just fit in. Um, obviously for you know for Ipswich, very unusual on that day. He was a buy, didn't come through our youth system as it was then. But you you know you're talking the next season, people like George Burley coming through, Brian Tolbert coming through. I mean, just an incredible conveyor about of young talent and um oh and he was yeah absolutely absolutely superb player um like i said we won the texaco cup finished fourth that season which was just just incredible really um and qualified for europe and a much documented um Obviously, we played Real Madrid, um, knocked them out in the first round of the UEFA Cup the next season in the second round, drawn at home against Lazio. And all I can say is we won 4-0 at home and his strike partner, Trevor Weimart, scored four. <laughs> I was at that game and can vaguely remember him getting literally assaulted by a Lazio 
by Lazio defender to his, um, how can I put it, a laceration to his private parts, let's say. Ah, uh, so yes, had so come that, up on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, so much so that, again, out of the Bobby Robson book and also the John Cobble book, just how it was in those days, apparently it had his, it had a, a sort of few stitches down below, as it were, walk, walk, past the, um, walk past the boardroom when a board meeting was in progress. One of the directors clocked him, the door was half a jar. I said, oh, David, you know, how's the injury? And he said, I'll show you. And apparently, <laughs> legend has it, prepared to, um, yeah, yeah, unzip in front, in, in front of the board meeting, you know. So, yeah, uh, how, and that's how it was at Ipswich at, Ipswich at the time. Um, and then the next season, 74-75, again, challenging for the for the league title again. You know, you, you mentioned the West Ham FA Cup semi-final, a key, you know, just a key part in a key part in um, a, a key part in all of that. And then, you know, on the back of that, made his full England England debut, 74-75, latterly that season, um, whilst at Ipswich. Um, I think he played, I think he played three times, he scored three goals for England, scored... Yeah, um, eight caps, on. six goals in total for England, so not, not too many appearances, but certainly, yeah, prolific. And, and spaced out, so, so from between 75 and 1980, really mm. spaced out. He um, he scored two in his debut against Wales in the old home international championships, as it were, and also scored... that. Um, People might not remember, he scored in that 5-1 game against Scotland, which is we all know is renowned for that unbelievable Kevin Beattie run and header at the back post. He also was a scorer, you know, was a scorer in that game. Um, and I think actually the game against Wales, the pre- which which he played, could have also been Colin Viljohn's debut as well. So we may well have had three players. I mean, that's just how Ipswich were developing as a team, the team in that era. Just incredible. Um and then the next season, it, yeah, I think injured. I think not, not the lacto injury. I think injury, just so we had in and out pretty much, I think, the next season, 75, 76. So much so, big Liverpool fan. I think um, Spurs, I seem to remember, put a bid in for him um, in the 75, 76. No, no such thing as a transfer window in those days. Um, but he didn't want to go to didn't want to go to Tottenham and fair play to him. He held on and Liverpool came in the close season of 1976, in the summer of 76. And um, he went up to to sign for Liverpool for 200,000, which I'm sure was our, certainly our record fee received at the time. And um, yeah, I mean, Bobby Robson and his ultimate wisdom three or four months later bought on the back of that ball, Paul Mariner. Yeah. So, you know, you could see how the side was evolving. But, you know, he goes to, I mean, just, we'll get to what he won at Liverpool. It's just ridiculous. So if you're thinking he's there, he joins Liverpool in 76. So that's what, a year, two years into the Bob Paisley era, following the resignation of the shock resignation in what, 74 of Bill Shankly, um, the Bob Paisley era. And um, so he's, so he's, at first, he's you know he's not breaking into the team. At first, he's competing with Keegan and Toshak, another great, superb double act. Um, but then he then he's he's sort of 77, 78, 70, 78, 79. He establishes himself, establishes himself in the team, um, and then really is is, is I mean, he's just playing up there with Kenny Dalglish for goodness sake. And then of course, who comes on the scene but Ian Rush, and that really I guess spelt I guess spelt the you know the end of his of, of his time at. Um, of his of his time at Liverpool, but um, yeah, absolutely fantastic plan. It's worth dwelling on just at Liverpool. It's absolutely insane what he won at Liverpool. So, just um, four league titles, two league cups, one FA Cup, three European cups. I mean, not only played in all these games, it's certainly part of the squad and picked up medals. Four charity shields, one Super Cup. I mean, this is a thing I didn't fully appreciate. PFA Team of the Year in 79-80, which I didn't appreciate that. And obviously, um, an inductee into the ITFC Hall of Fame in, in 2016. So, um, 
also holds um, uh, holds a real honour of being um, one of only two players, I think, along with Peter Beardsley later on, to have scored for both Everton and Liverpool in a Merseyside derby. So, yeah, and you, you just saw the... Um, you know, the outpouring of sort of love and affection for him from, from both sets of fans, but particularly Liverpool, you know, Liverpool fans, um, fans today, you know, very well loved and respected. And I don't know after he finished playing, after his playing career was over. Well, actually, so he left Liverpool in 82 when really Rush and Dalgleish were, were the front two then and went actually back to, went, went back to Everton and had a spell there between 82 and 84, 40 games, four goals, had a spell at Man City, the great Tulsa Roughnecks. I was going to say, States. he made the trip over to the States like a few did in that era. Yeah, they did. Um, Preston and a brief spell as manager, manager of Barrow. Subsequent to that, I think, yeah, very much involved on the corporate hospitality scene, um, scene at Liverpool and also certainly local um, local um, radio commentary, commentary and summarising at, at Anfield as well. So very, um, you know, very well, very well loved and, and, and very respected player. Uh, worth noting the goal record as well you know at Liverpool it's oh. it's slightly more than one uh, one goal every three matches and uh, it's slightly lesser Ipswich but nevertheless the goals were there and I've been looking for footage you know me and my archive footage Dave and for some reason this kind of his goals are, sent, are sort of evading me a little bit but what I have found are a lot of assists and it's clear to me that he was kind of an all-round for there's a lot oh, of you mentioned, mentioned industry and but he created a lot of goals and scored a few as well didn't he really really special all-round player there is one goal alas not Ipswich so there's one goal which I'm sure you'll find talk about an assist and it's one of the greatest goals and I'm not uh, I don't think I'm going overboard of this and you've probably seen this goal Liverpool played Spurs I want to say in 79 early in the 79 season and beat them 7-0 at Anfield. There's a header in that game scored by Terry McDermott where the ball is played out to Johnson, who is wide right, probably just inside Liverpool half. And he plays a volley diagonal 40-yard pass to Steve Highway, the Liverpool winger, who basically doesn't break stride. He then hits a first-time left foot cross, drills it across the box, and Terry McDermott hits it on the full and, and buries it. It's one of the great iconic iconic goals, probably one of the great iconic Liverpool goals of all time. But there were similar goals. There were similar goals he scored. You know, he scored for um, he scored for Ipswich. And like I said, that partnership with him and Weimar, you know, Johnson, a bit smaller in stature, quite slight, pacey and quick and why mark just absolutely brilliant in the air with a great yeah, touch yeah. as well so they, complement, heads, yeah. they complemented each other so well and probably as a partnership <clears throat> arguably you know that the mariner why mark partnership was was good but i think they, they were quite similar in, in style i always thought the why mark johnson partnership was special because it li- literally was the, the classic big man small man i spoke about toshak and keegan and it was quite similar to that so yeah a very very um a very very good player and the kind of iconic 70s look as well the the sideburns <laughs> and the tash you know he's, he's kind of like the just... if you were to be asked someone to draw what a 70s footballer <laughs> look, look like you'd, you'd draw david johnson wouldn't you yeah and he's sort of kept a kept a bit of connection i'm not sure but, you know a bit of connection with the town and john it still carries his nickname at ipswich was jaunty um and um back in the 70s was called a men's boutique then you know back that's what it was back in the 70s along tackett street still there today i think long you know i think his ownership is uh you know he long um you know he's uh, not associated with it anymore but still bears his um still bears his name um to this day and yeah it's uh it's you can still go there and uh and buy some fairly expensive clothes along uh, along tackett street still there today which is great isn't it you know there is still that that link you know with the town to a degree 
Oh, I love those. Like Mick McNeil Sports and all that kind of stuff. I miss just those the, Just down the road from there, mate. Just there down the go. road. Yeah, those old um, Clayton, oh, it might be before your time, Clayton Sports in North. Oh, I used to love that in Northgate <laughs> Street and stuff. Absolutely superb. Yeah, he always made a beeline for a beeline for Mick um, for Mick McNeil's. But yeah, I mean, his goal, his goal output at Liverpool, absolutely brilliant. You say his England output, you know, eight, eight games, six goals, superb. <laughs> Actually went to the Euros in, in 1980, but ironically, um, was really third choice striker behind them um, of Gary Burtles who was at Forest and obviously ironically Paul Mariner. I was going to say that the, that Mariner deal felt like one of those situations where it's kind of win win win, isn't it? Because yeah. you know the, the money was obviously good for the club, and we've always been a, even even when we're in in the top tiers, we've always been a selling club. But you know he's he's David Johnson's gone to his boyhood club, Liverpool boy, as you say, win win, gone on to score loads of goals and Mariner comes in and we don't look back either. So <laughs> one of those rare instances where all parties kind of, it works out, doesn't it? So um, we asked for some thoughts from um, folks yeah. on Twitter as well. I'll read some of these out. Yeah, um, please. Um, David Reed, uh, Dave Reed um, met him once when I was at Liverpool v Fulham match with a mate. He was comparing um, in hospitality and I spoke to him yeah. expecting just a brief acknowledgement of me being an Ipswich fan. 25 minutes later, we're still talking wow. ITFC, much to the annoyance of others waiting. Top man. <laughs> um, Lee Bayless, great player for us. Then left for Liverpool and became a, a great player. European Cup winner there. Very sad. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Um, Paolo Walnut, I remember him, and Trevor Weimark at town when I was seven or eight years old before Mariner came in. Quite some pair they were too. If yeah. Weimark were about, Weimark, Weimark were about nowadays, He'd be worth millions. Oh, we'll, talk, we'll finish on. I, I do like when you did your player profiles with Ben. We we kind of do have that conversation and who we'd be comparing to today. So we'll end with that one. Um, Jules um, has got involved as well. Always gave one hundred percent. Great, honest player. I remember in the UEFA Cup play, game playing for us. I think it's Roma. His crown she was kicked into a star. There we go. Um, R.I.P. Um, and. Uh, Paul mentions similar. Um, uh, he mentions Lazio, I think. It, yeah. yeah. Um, Cobbold's asked to see the damage. There you go. Request tonight. <laughs> Finally, Stephen Foster. Foz um, announced ah, for Monroe. So most of his appearance at Paul Monroe, he was a real pain in the backside for visiting defences. He wasn't the biggest strike you'll ever see, but he was one of the most, um, one of the best of his generation. A key figure in making town a European force to be yeah, reckoned with. So, so really great memories there and, yeah, um, definitely will be missed and, and a loyal servant to the club. As we said, a formative time before, you know, all of that major success under Bobby Robson, late 70s, uh, um, early 80s. Just to um, finish off with Dave, as we mentioned, let's talk about, let's try and give some a sense of context for um, our subscribers, listeners oh. um, who, who, may, who aren't of the right vintage. And I would include myself in that. I've obviously watched as much footage as I can get my hand on. But yeah, we're kind of talking a bustling, pacey, Slight, yeah, that's the bustling pacey forward. Yeah, didn't, didn't play, didn't, yeah, didn't play through the middle. So played very much off the big man. Played very much off Weimark. I would say, you know, not not a Mariner type who would lead the line on his own, but you know, express pace, really, really quick. And um, like Foz said, you know, just an absolute pain in the backside for you know for defenders. That yeah, really annoying type. You know, or you know, on the shoulder, but had that explosive bit of pace to just get away from that from the defender as well. Oh, who would I describe him to? Is it easier to is it easier to think of him in terms of transfer fees first, and then because I'm racking my brains as well because I'm trying to think current England squad right. 
So you've got you've got Kane out there kind of on his own as the as the number nine. Okay, here you go. Rashford is not but, bad. Yeah. Rashford. I was thinking shout. Sterling Rashford's... maybe as well, but Sterling's maybe no, more why, no. forward than a winger. Yeah, now, I think it? so. Do you know what Rashford is a pretty good oh yeah, that's a pretty good, good shout. shout, I would say. Yeah. And you know, just seeing the goal Rashford scored on them, um, seeing the goal Rashford scored on Monday, yeah, he was sort of capable of that. Um Poacher in the box, yeah, maybe. I saw him score. Saw him score all sorts of goals, really. Saw goals from outside, outside the box as well. The one I've spoken about that I saw in the big match revisited the other week was a great strike against Middlesbrough. That was from sort of outside, sort of outside the box, really. But yeah, someone, someone like Rashford, someone like that, as town players through the years. Yeah, difficult. difficult I was kind of really. thinking at Liverpool, Firmino, maybe. Was that a fair comparison? I don't know. I'm trying to think yeah, of it now. Outside, maybe, like outside yeah, forwards. yeah, maybe. Yeah, Great I'd say Firmino's perhaps a little bit more, yeah, perhaps a little bit more technical. Is that the right okay. word? Yeah, so just, 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 yeah, a, a difficult one to pigeonhole him, really. But, you know, you can imagine someone like that with that pace and stuff going to Liverpool in that era and establishing himself, you know, alongside Rush playing in front of. Soonest, you know, playing in playing in front of Soonest, alongside Dalglish, playing in front of Soonest, McDermott, you know, players like that, and you know, just getting balls threaded through from Lawrence and Hanson. Oh, for goodness' sake! I mean, just what a time, you know, what a time for a for a, you know forward to play on a team like that, you know, incredible, incredible success. But no, you know, another and you know, another real sad. Um, you know, another really sad day. You know, seventy-one, a relatively young age, been given given the whole scheme of things, really, and. Um, yeah, yeah, no, 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 very sad. And, you know, I think, and, and as I alluded to before, certainly, you know, you just hear what's the tweets and that today, very much loved by by both sets, by both Ipswich and, uh, well, obviously Ipswich Everton, wherever he's been, Ipswich Everton and um, and, um, and and Liverpool as well, Liverpool fans as well. I see, um, funny enough, I, was, um, I just did, they, they flagged it up. I'm not sure, it could have been on Sky today when they're sort of previewing England training and stuff like that. I think it was Sky. And they, yeah, they did a little tribute on Sky, which was, you know, obviously ex-England striker, which was nice. Yeah, it was mentioned on ITV's coverage. I think one of the could have been ITV. Well, sorry, so, yeah. yeah, no, no. I yeah. think I think everyone has been doing that today. Yeah, so. yeah, and so yeah, um, brilliant memories, Dave. Thank you so much for sharing your recollections there. Well, some you know, stories about stuff that maybe we don't want to hear about, and some <laughs> memories that the boardroom might have never seen, but probably never seen since. <laughs> hopefully, can't, <laughs> can't quite imagine that today. But uh, yeah, you know, you never know. We we all know how um, the eccentric the eccentricities with the with the uh, with you know in the cobalt era era and stuff but you know i know i, I don't need any excuse to um, wax lyrical about those times as you know so um yeah it's just that more and more these days you're getting to talk about unfortunately players that are, are passing unfortunately in a sad context yeah, yeah. so we, we are here remembering david johnson um who passed away on the 23rd of november age 71 former ipswich town liverpool and england striker dave diamond thank you for your time thanks rich it's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.